Hello and welcome to the Impress podcast, our regular look at the big issues in the world of media and news publishing. I'm Lexi Kirkconnell Kaona, Complaints and Investigations Manager here at Impress, and today's podcast will be looking at advertising standards and the concept of ethical advertising. Here with me to discuss these issues is Harriet Kingaby, co-chair of the Conscious Advertising Network. The Conscious Advertising Network, or CAN, is a network created in 2019 that currently consists of over 30 organisations from different areas of the advertising ecosystem. The network has produced a number of manifestos, including on issues such as hate speech, fake news and diversity within the advertising supply chain, and states that its mission is to stop advertising abuse by highlighting conscious choices advertisers and agencies can make to ensure good practice. In addition to her role at CAN, Harriet is also the Strategy and Content Director at Bora, an organisation that designs bespoke solutions for societal and environmental problems. And she's also the co-founder of Not Terminator, which seeks to democratise AI and co-create ethical codes for a digital age. Harriet describes herself as a business force for good enthusiasts. So today we'll be speaking to her about the Conscious Advertising Network and its mission, as well as what it means to be an ethical advertiser and how smaller and independent publishers can get involved with the network initiatives. So welcome to the Impress podcast, Harriet. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Can you talk to me a little bit about the genesis for the Conscious Advertising Network? How did it come about? Absolutely. So um, I met my co-chair, Jake, at an event uh, that we'd put on around ethics in technology. And we covered uh, lots of topics. We started off with a really interesting talk about the future of humanity along, alongside artificial intelligence. Uh, and we ended up with a panel around advertising technology. And we were looking at how um, these technologies were shaping the humanity, the future, you know, kind of our present. And um, the breakout session that we, Jake and I met at was all, was asking if advertising could have its own conscious consumerism moment, um, and we had a really great conversation. And we thought we should meet again and have a have a chat about it. And you know, we invited a couple of people that we'd we'd met on the day. And the first coffee, you know, kind of five of us turned up. The next coffee, twelve of us turned up, and we thought we should probably do something with it. Um, and so the conscious advertising was, network was was born on the same day that Keith Weed. From Unilever made a really explosive statement around the way that advertising was influencing uh, the online world and the offline world, and uh, it seemed like a really kind of fortuitous time to to start something. Amazing! So you launched very recently. How? What has the reaction been to the network so far? Have you found that there's been an appetite for more conscious advertising and a more ethical supply chain? We've been blown away by the uh, by the momentum. Essentially, uh, we launched. Uh, yeah, we launched on the twelfth of June with about I think about fifty members, and we're up to around three hundred um, three hundred subscribers to our newsletter and members combined at the moment. So we're doing we you know we're doing pretty well, uh, and I think it's felt like a, a case of asking the right questions at the right time. Uh, we've been um, we we already knew before we started that there was a lot going on within the industry that was uh, really you know really hopeful, um, and we've just been blown away by how much we've learned about what's going on and the kind of conversations we've had with people we never thought we would have conversations with, and the kind of goodwill that's that's out there. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's an exciting time. Yes, absolutely. And can you tell us a little bit more about the the 
manifesto that uh, has been created. There, there seem to be six key points, including hate speech, fake news and diversity. Uh, how, how did those issues become the focus point of the Conscious Advertising Network? What, what are particular about them that, that you consider need to be addressed? So we sat down and, uh, you know, we essentially our, our aim was to bring together experts, um, both within the industry and within civil society, who were affected or were from communities that were affected by um, advertising issues in some way. And those included, um, you know, we got together a, a kind of conglomerate of hate speech or anti-hate speech organisations. Um, we, we, you know, kind of people who were dealing with the UN. We talked to uh, people like Creative Equals who champion diversity within um, within advertising. And we said to them, look, what, you know, what do you think the key areas are? And we ended up with the um, with, with the six key areas that we have. Um, and, you know, for example, things like ad fraud, it's really obvious why that's a, you know, why that's a problem uh, for the, for the industry itself. Uh, people advertising is being, uh, you know, kind of there's all sorts of issues with clickbait and uh, sorry, with the kind of fake clicks and technology that's that's kind of uh, def defrauding advertisers and, 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 and the ecosystem. And, uh, you know, so that's it's really obvious why that's a problem for the industry. But with things like, uh, you know, for example, hate speech and fake news, I think we're, we've started to see conversations move along um, hugely in the last few years as we're starting to see where what kind of content um, our advertising uh, money can can fund if it's not being funneled into the right place. Um, and things like GDPR have really brought uh, to to fore uh, the idea of, of needing better rules around consent uh, online. So, I mean, essentially, we ended up with these kind of six key domains that we that we that we thought advertising could do better in, um, and those are, and I always forget one, which is always embarrassing, but they are consent, hate speech, fake news, diversity, ad fraud and one other but yeah so i think you know those those are the areas where we felt that there was enough going on that we could actually map out uh we could we could map out what was happening and then we felt like we needed to fill in the gaps in some areas so for example in in hate speech we had lots of conversations in the beginning around well what constitutes hate speech and how are we going to make sure that free speech is protected and we actually you know, we had a lot, we did a lot of research into that. Um, we didn't really want to be the ones that were saying to people, well, this is, you know, this is our opinion. Um, and what we found was that there's actually two principles that the UN have put together that define what hate speech is um, and give really clear lines around what, uh, you know, kind of, you know, kind of how, um, how language can be used in a way that's that's harmful. And so we've included those in there. And I think that's given a lot of clarity and it's been really helpful to people. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine um, for a lot of uh, agents and advertisers and agencies along the digital supply chain, this may be the the first time that they've they've had to really think about and consider these issues. So, so what are the key priorities and objectives for the network um, and for those that have signed on? So, our mission statement is to ensure that the ethics catches up with the technology of modern advertising. Um, and we are essentially asking all of our members to to sign up and um, really our focus is on advertisers. So advertisers are paying a lot of money uh, to, to, to place their ads um, and they have a lot of power within the supply chain. Um, so we're asking them to put up, embed our principles into all RFPs that go out to their net, to their, you know, uh, 
uh, and to say, right, okay, we're going to have a look at any responses that come back. We're going to check that they adhere to the principles of the conscious advertising network, and you know, we're going to, uh, you know, we, we're going to kind of have have these standards as a bit of a hygiene standard. And for the agencies and the tech providers, um, you know, kind of we're hoping that they can embed these principles and, and those these principles will allow them to produce better responses to those RFPs um, and to have really kind of conscious, I suppose, make conscious decisions about how they're uh, conducting their work, uh, the kind of work that they're producing and, and where's it, where it's going. Excellent. So... For these advertisers and agencies that are, that are working along the digital ad supply chain, you know, what are the sort of challenges that have prevented them from engaging in this sort of ethical framework? And where do you see the opportunities for them to improve by adhering to a more ethical, conscious advertising standard? Well, I think it's, I mean, the clues in the title, I think, you know, so, uh, the conscious part of things I think often um, you know who knew, who knew I certainly didn't before we started this that uh, ad fraud is the second biggest funder of organized crime behind the drugs trade like there's just so much going on that we just wouldn't know about mm. um, and similarly I mean I'm not I'm not a technical person my background's in in, in brand strategy so I wouldn't as a you know if I was in a senior marketing position I wouldn't necessarily know um, you know the questions to ask of my tech providers about where my advertising's going um, whether there's options for uh, you know kind of blacklists and whitelists etc 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 so a lot of this is like about helping people to ask the right questions of their um, of their supply chain and um, and I think there's so I mean there's just there's so many areas that organizations can think about I mean one of our for example um, one of our um, kind of manifestos was written by uh, a group uh, led by Creative Equals, um, who are looking at uh, improving the diversity issues that that, that we have in, in the creative industries, and you know, it, with with it, you know, it's, it's quite simple. The the value proposition from that, uh, you know, kind of more diverse uh, creatives create more diverse work, which appeals to more diverse people. So it's a really simple, uh, you know, uh, I suppose. Uh, value exchange benefit um, whatever it is um, in consent for example uh, we've had I mean we're all just recovering from the GDPR conversations mm. um, but if you think more widely actually there's a there's big bigger issues around consent on the internet so you know consent uh, we've seen a huge rise in, in in ad blockers for example people using ad blockers um, which could be easily circumvented and you know kind of easily I think well, maybe easily is the wrong is too strong a word, but you know could be tackled if um, organisations use better ad formats, uh, if people were more trusting about how how their data and where their data was being stored online, all sorts of stuff. Um, and I think for and I think it's a really there's there's you know there's just so many areas that just a, a few tweaks and just a few more conversations could really really um, you know kind of provide massive benefits for everyone along the supply chain. Mm -mm. And speaking along uh, of that supply chain and who exists along it, uh, what's your view on the role of content publishers in the digital advertising supply chain and, and how can CAN work with publishers to ensure that they're adhering to the same ethical standards? I think that's really interesting because publishers, you produce, you create this, the amazing content that draws people to, to the, uh, you know, to, to your websites or to your kind of print magazines or, or, or whatever it is. And I think um, publishers obviously are, um, or have, 
kind of face face real problems with, but they're seeing their their kind of some, their, their advertising revenue shrinking in some ways um and i think that's that's kind of um also i mean i i'm aware of i was speaking to a friend who's who used to work for for an ssp and they were talking about issues around ad fraud with things like um kind of track tag swapping um on kind of ads on, on kind of publishers online and i think there's so many pressures there's so much pressure on, on publishers at the moment that actually um you know kind of i think uh joining uh or kind of have joining a network where they're in we can connect them to uh you know everyone along the supply chain where you know kind of actually we're all about having more honest conversations about what's going on and looking for kind of collective solutions i think i'm hoping really that from the publisher side of things, being connected to a network of um, advertisers and tech providers, and all this kind of stuff will enable the kind of conversations that will hopefully uh, kind of create solutions to some of the issues that I think you know publishers are facing um, along, along the way. Mm. So how can independent publishers get involved if they do want to connect um, along the digital supply chain and, and connect with the Conscious Advertising Network? I suppose with our members, what we're look, what we're asking everyone to do is to is to sign up and say, hey, yeah, we're, we're going to support this, um, and to place our logo, um, you know, kind of on 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 their sites. But I think. Um, and you know the idea of, of can is that there's a first six month period where everyone can um where, where we're just asking people to really start conversations that are going to create change so our big thing is around what well, can we ask uh you know kind of i suppose if if, if everyone starts to speak to their, everyone within their supply chain and say okay we would like to use these manifestos we would like to create this kind of change um we're asking everyone to prioritize first because obviously your tech providers are going to have very different priorities to your publishers who are going to have very different priorities to your advertisers so we're asking everyone to read the manifestos to prioritize them to work out how they can help them and then to start having conversations with their providers so it would be about kind of having conversations with your tech providers or your uh you know kind of or, or perhaps the advertisers that are approaching you directly and saying okay well actually um you know actually we're trying to do this and we think it would benefit both of us um so how can we do this together and we're asking everyone to report back in six months and say well what conversations what training have you done have, as a result of joining the conscious advertising network um you know kind of how have things how have things changed and do you have better better ethical framework than before and we're hoping that you know we're essentially facilitating that 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 wider conversation Great. So, you know, you're obviously right at the beginning of this uh, project in the network. You've only recently launched and you'll be asking people to report back in six months. But in the, the me medium to long term, what would success look like for the Conscious Advertising Network and for you and Jake as co-founders? <laughs> well, I mean, I think, and I think a lot of organisations that are looking at trying to create change say the same thing. But you know, I, essentially, we we want to be, we don't want to be doing this in 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 a year or two years. We want this just to be fixed, um, and we want these, we want. That's why we've kind of asked for our principles to be embedded in all our RFPs because we feel like actually, if people are aware of this stuff and they're aware of what they can do to to tackle it. Uh, and if they're aware of the kind of conversations or the questions that they can ask people around them to make that change actually happen, we're hoping that, you know, we won't have to be here. So success, I think, really looks like this stuff just being normal, just being the hygiene, the, the you know, the hygiene factor that if, um, if you know, kind of you're, you're putting you're putting out a, a 
brief to agencies, then you know you're 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 making sure that you're briefing diverse teams. We we want to make sure that you know kind of cons people are thinking about online consent beyond uh, simply kind of GDPR st um, standards. We just we, we want to make that change um, happen. So yeah, success for us would 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 look like that essentially. Well, that's amazing, Harriet. Thank you so much for talking to us today and, and all the best with uh, the Conscious Advertising Network and its objectives in the future. Um, Impress uh, has partnered with the Conscious Advertising Network and we would love to see more content producers and publishers across the UK sign on to your manifesto um, and sign up to the objectives as well. So that was Harriet Kingabee, co-chair of the Conscious Advertising Network. A really interesting overview of the genesis of and key objectives of the network there. And some really great information on how independent publishers can get involved by prioritising CAN's manifestos and having conversations with advertisers and tech providers about ethical advertising. For more information about CAN, you can visit their website, www.consciousadnetwork.com. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Impressed Podcast. And remember to check out previous Impressed Podcasts on our website at www.impress.press forward slash multimedia.